Section 3 of The Wound Dresser by Walt Whitman. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Life Among 50,000 Soldiers Our Brooklyn people, not only from having so many hundreds of their own kith and kin, and almost everybody some friend or acquaintance, here in the clustering military hospitals of Washington, would doubtless be glad to get some account of these establishments, but also to satisfy that compound of benevolence and generosity which marks Brooklyn, I have sometimes thought, more than any other city in the world. A military hospital here in Washington is a little city by itself, and contains a larger population than most of the well-known country towns down in the Queens and Suffolk County portions of Long Island. I say one of the government hospitals here is a little city in itself, and there are some fifty of these hospitals in the District of Columbia alone. In them are collected the tens of thousands of sick and wounded soldiers, the legacies of many a bloody battle, and of the exposure of two years of camp life. I find these places full of significance. They have taken up my principal time and labor for some months past. Imagine a long, one-story wooden shed, like a short, wide rope walk, well whitewashed, then cluster ten or a dozen of these together, with several smaller sheds and tents, and you have the soldiers' hospital as generally adopted here. It will contain perhaps six or seven hundred men, or perhaps a thousand, and occasionally more still. There is a regular staff and a sub-staff of big and little officials. Military etiquette is observed, and it is getting to become very stiff. I shall take occasion before long to show up some of this ill-fitting nonsense. The harvest is large, the gleaners few. Beginning at first with casual visits to these establishments to see some of the Brooklyn men wounded or sick here, I became by degrees more and more drawn in, until I have now been for many weeks quite a devotee to the business a regular self-appointed missionary to these thousands and tens of thousands of wounded and sick young men here left upon government hands many of them languishing many of them dying i am not connected with any society but go on my own individual account and to the work that appears to be called for almost every day and frequently in the evenings i visit in this informal way one after another of the wards of a hospital, and always find cases enough where I can be of service. Cases enough, do I say? Alas! There is perhaps not one ward or tent out of the seven or eight hundred now hereabout filled with sick, in which I am sure I might not profitably devote every hour of my life to the abstract work of consolation and sustenance for its suffering inmates. And indeed, beyond that, a person feels that in some one of these crowded wards he would like to pick out two or three cases and devote himself wholly to them. Meanwhile, however, to do the best that is permitted, I go around, distributing myself and the contents of my pockets and haversack in infinitesimal quantities, with faith that nearly all of it will, somehow or other, fall on good ground. In many cases, where I find a soldier dead broke and pretty sick, I give half a tumbler of good jelly. I carry a good-sized jar to a ward, have it opened, get a spoon, and taking the head nurse in tow, I go around and distribute it to the most appropriate cases. 
to others i give an orange or an apple to others some spiced fruits to others a small quantity of pickles many want tobacco i do not encourage any of the boys in its use but where i find they crave it i supply them i always carry some cut up in small plugs in my pocket then i have commissions some new york or connecticut or other soldier will be going home on sick leave or perhaps discharged and i must fit him out with good new undershirt drawers stockings etc but perhaps the greatest welcome is for writing paper envelopes etc i find these always a rare reliance when i go into a new ward i always carry two or three quires of paper and a good lot of envelopes and walk up and down and circulate them around to those who desire them then some will want pens pencils etc in some hospitals there is quite a plenty of reading matter but others where it is needed i supply by these and like means one comes to be better acquainted with individual cases and so learns every day peculiar and interesting character and gets on intimate and soon affectionate terms with noble american young men and now is where the real good begins to be done after all here i will egotistically confess i like to flourish even in a medical point of view it is one of the greatest things and in a surgical point of view the same i can testify that friendship has literally cured a fever and the medicine of daily affection a bad wound in these sayings are the final secret of carrying out well the role of a hospital missionary for our soldiers which i tell for those who will understand them as i write i have lying before me a little discarded notebook filled with memoranda of things wanted by the sick special cases i use up one of these little books in a week see from this sample for instance after walking through a ward or two bed fifty three wants some licorice bed six erysipelas bring some raspberry vinegar to make a cooling drink with water bed eighteen wants a good book a romance bed twenty five a manly friendly young fellow h d b of the twenty seventh connecticut an independent young soul refuses money and eatables so i will bring him a pipe and tobacco for i see he much enjoys his smoke bed forty five sore throat and cough wants whorehound candy bed eleven when i come again don't forget to write a letter for him etc the wants are a long and varied list some need to be humoured and forgotten others need to be especially remembered and obeyed one poor german dying in the last stage of consumption wished me to find him in washington a german lutheran clergyman and send him to him i did so one patient will want nothing but a toothpick another a comb and so on all whims are represented and all the states there are many new york state soldiers here also pennsylvanians i find of course many from massachusetts connecticut and all the new england states and from the western and northwestern states five-sixths of the soldiers are young men among other cases of young men from our own city of brooklyn i have encountered and have had much to do with in hospital here is john lowry wounded and arm amputated at fredericksburg i saw this young fellow down there last december immediately after the battle lying on a blanket on the ground the stump of his arm bandaged but he not a bit disheartened 
he was soon afterwards sent up from the front by way of aquia creek and has for the past three months been in the campbell hospital here in ward six on the gain slowly but steadily he thinks a great deal of his physician here dr frank hinkle and as some fifty other soldiers in the ward do the same and bear testimony in their hearty gratitude and medical and surgical imprisonment to the quality of dr h i think he deserves honourable mention in this letter to the people of our city especially as another brooklyn soldier in ward six amos h vliet expresses the same feeling of obligation to the doctor for his faithfulness and kindness vliet and lowry both belong to that old war regiment whose flag has flaunted through more than a score of hot contested battles the fifty first new york colonel potter and it is to be remembered that no small portion of the fame of this old veteran regiment may be claimed near home for many of her officers and men are from brooklyn the friends of these two young soldiers will have a chance to talk to them soon in brooklyn i have seen a good deal of jack lowry and i find him and heard of him on the field as a brave soldierly fellow amos vliet too made a first-rate soldier he has had frozen feet pretty bad but now better occasionally i meet some of the brooklyn fourteenth in ward e of armory hospital i found a member of company c of that regiment isaac snyder he is now acting as nurse there and makes a very good one charles dean of company h of the same regiment is in ward a of armory acting as wardmaster i also got very well acquainted with a young man of the brooklyn fourteenth who lay sick some time in ward f he has lately got his discharge and gone home i have met with others in the h street and patent office hospitals colonel fowler of the fourteenth is in charge i believe of the convalescent camp at alexandria lieutenant colonel debevoise is in brooklyn in poor health i am sorry to say thus the brooklyn invalids are scattered around off in the mud a mile east of the capital i found the other day in emory hospital there in ward c three brooklyn soldiers alan v king michael lally and patrick hennessy none of them however are very sick at a rough guess i should say i have met from one hundred and fifty to two hundred young and middle-aged men whom i specifically found to be brooklyn persons many of them i recognized as having seen their faces before and many of them knew me some said they had known me from boyhood some would call to me as i passed down a ward and tell me they had seen me in brooklyn i have had this happen at night and have been entreated to stop and sit down and take the hand of a sick and restless boy and talk to him and comfort him a while for old brooklyn's sake some pompous and every way improper persons of course get in power in hospitals and have full swing over the helpless soldiers there is great state kept at judiciary square hospital for instance an individual who probably has been waiter somewhere for years past has got into the high and mighty position of sergeant of arms at this hospital he is called red stripe from his artillery trimmings by the patients of whom he is at the same time the tyrant and the laughing-stock going in to call on some sick new york soldiers here the other afternoon i was stopped and treated to a specimen of the heirs of this powerful officer surely the government would do better to send such able-bodied loafers down into service in front where they could earn their rations 
than keep them here in the idle and shallow sinecures of military guard over a collection of sick soldiers to give insolence to their visitors and friends i found a shallow old person also here named dr hall who told me he had been eighteen years in the service i must give this judiciary establishment the credit for my visits to it of saying that while in all the other hospitals i met with general cordiality and deference among the doctors ward officers nurses etc i have found more impudence and more dandy doctorism and more needless airs of this judiciary than in all the two-score other establishments in and around washington but the corps of management at the judiciary has a bad name anyhow and i only specify it here to put on record the general opinion and in hopes it may help in calling the attention of the government to a remedy for this hospital is half filled with new york soldiers many noble fellows and many sad and interesting cases of course there are exceptions of good officials here and some of the women nurses are excellent but the empire state has no reason to be oversatisfied with this hospital but i should say in conclusion that the earnest and continued desire of the government and much devoted labor are given to make the military hospitals here as good as they can be considering all things i find no expense spared and great anxiety manifested in the highest quarters to do well by the national sick i meet with first-class surgeons in charge of many of the hospitals and often the ward surgeons medical cadets and head nurses are fully faithful and competent dr bliss head of armory square and dr baxter head of campbell seem to me to try to do their best and to be excellent in their posts dr bowen one of the ward surgeons of armory i have known to fight as hard for many a poor fellow's life under his charge as a lioness would fight for her young i mention such cases because i think they deserve it on public grounds i thought i would include in my letter a few cases of soldiers especially interesting out of my notebook but i find that my story has already been spun out to sufficient length i shall continue here in washington for the present and maybe for the summer to work as a missionary after my own style among these hospitals for i find it in some respects curiously fascinating with all its sadness nor do i find it ended by my doing some good to the sick and dying soldiers they do me good in return more than i do them w w from the brooklyn eagle march nineteenth eighteen sixty three End of Life Among 50,000 Soldiers